When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com. Lucky Land Casino, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. When Shopify says you can sell anywhere, oh, they mean it. Ooh, hold up. Just got a new sale, order fulfilled, and shipped. Inventory level's good. Whoa, Shopify doesn't mind if you're at sea level. Or on top of the world! Ah, uh, you can run and grow your business anywhere. Climbing mountains is never easy, but at least Shopify gives me all the tools I need for my business to hit new beats. Whether you're selling carabiners or crop tops, start selling with Shopify today and join the platform simplifying commerce for millions of businesses worldwide. We've built the platform so you can keep climbing and grow your business to new heights. With Shopify, you really can sell to anyone from anywhere. This is Possibility, powered by Shopify. Start selling online today. Sign up for a free trial at shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Shopify.com slash free22. Internet connection required. Not available on mountaintops or seafloors. Welcome back to the podcast, everybody. That is the Logan Lee Nerd Corner, Geek Corner. I love that that's my intro music. You are the only one who has their own special intro music. <laughs> I love it. I need to set up a green screen so that it, I have like Andy's room behind me or something. Yes, I didn't think about it. Next time. This out. Next time. I wanted to off. show off all my pop figures behind me. Yeah. My bobbleheads and, you know, that you can't see because my big head's in the way of them. It's fine. I got there's hooks to hang something up, but I don't. It's a work in progress, Steve. You'll get there one day. I just need like the cash app, like part of my tech to sponsor me, and we'll get that. Okay. <laughs> Good luck. <laughs> so what's either. up? How you been? I've been good. I've been all over the place. Yeah. Uh, you know, we're stressing about sports, or so we're dealing with that. Stressing with remote learning. It's not fun, man. I, I don't envy you. I do not envy anybody in the education system in Illinois. That includes my own parents. So, oh, I, but 
they're in Schoolville, right? They've... They're doing hybrid. Yeah. Okay. I saw a picture of your dad playing uh, badminton. Yeah. And I started <laughs> laughing. Yeah. I saw that. That was good. Um, yeah. Now I've been working from home. And then tomorrow I go back. Yeah? Yeah. Sixth grade will filter in tomorrow, but we have to be in the building. Have I you guys mean, been remote this whole time? We've been remote this whole time except for like um, social kids with IEPs. But that's only been a handful. So like if you're not working with a kid, you don't go in any, like since November. Yeah. So I've been waking up, put on my man slippers and walking to the computer. That's pretty much what I do every day. And the plan is tomorrow, sixth grade will filter in. I'm eighth grade, so I'll be upstairs in my bubble mm-hmm. and not see them. Then the next week, seventh, eighth grade will filter in. Well, one step at a time. That's all we can do. Yeah. And it's, we asked a question about scheduling and the people above us said, oh, we didn't think of that. So now we're, we're just waiting to see what happens. It's very yeah. stressful. I'm very, uh, I think that's why I didn't sleep last night. I'm thinking no one like this week I'm going to be anxious about. Not even COVID. That's the, I'm not trying to definitely like COVID. That was the last thing. I was like, I'm just more worried about how this is going to look. Yeah. No, I get it. I get it. It's rough. Well, at least your parents only deal with like 300 kids. Yeah. Like, you know, and only middle, half of them half of them on it at a time. Right. This high middle school has a thousand kids. Yeah, that's a lot. Well, because middle school up here is sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. Yeah, that's how it is. A lot of places. I think Oakwood's rare to just have the seventh and eighth, but that's all they can fit in that building. So. <laughs> True. <laughs> but the, the scary thing with us with COVID is every teacher shares a room with another teacher. Like, so one teacher teaches in one room in the morning and then moves to a different one. Okay. Now, now the, the last one they work in in the day, it's kind of confusing. Like eighth grade, for example, those teachers teach one or two classes in another room. But then the last four is actually their room. Gotcha. But the way how the building works, it's not that big. Okay. That's the only way they can make it work. So the the thing is, are you gonna have teachers wandering around, contact tracing? Because we have to fill out a thing right when we get there. This is what time we got there. This is where we start, and then when we leave, we have to put every single place we've been. Yeah. So if I walk to the upstairs bathroom, I have to put I've been in there. If I walk to the cafeteria, if I walk to the office, if I go to the library, I have to put that. Yeah. Then you have to keep track of what time, almost. And it's a pain. I bet. I bet. It's a pain. Uh, Watching Chicago Bears is a pain. The line of basketball is a pain. (laughs) It's not fun. But I will say, the Bears did get to the playoffs. So that was kind of a surprise. And Illinois has been disappointing. But... The, the season's still still early. I don't think this team is done. Um, but they have not looked good. I'll give you that. Well, me, Brad, and Nathan talked about it. Nathan had a big rant. I'm sure. I've <laughs> We've tweeted back and forth. I, I, I know where he's coming from. I get it. We all kind of agreed to... I know we're getting off topic, which is fine. We just kind of said, like, if this was every year, every single year, if we had a top 10 team... Yes, we could be frustrated. He was like, you know, we're still building. We're just kind of 
this is that lucky time. I guess. like, I don't know. I can't remember how he said it. I, I agree. I think that's true. And the, the thing that I was thinking about recently is Illinois really hasn't had a good team, like a good team since the championship run. Right. Now there's been a couple, there's been some more tournament appearances in there. Um, but they haven't had a good team since the championship run. So I think when this season started, that's kind of what fans were expecting because that's right. the last real good season they remember. Um, We've had decent teams throughout the year. We're like, oh, we've won 15 games, 18 games. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, as I said, there's been tournament teams, um, but you know, this is, and, and I mentioned it on Twitter and it's, it blows my mind. I mean, this, they have two of the best 20 players in the country and, and IO is, probably a first team all American by the end of the year. And, and Kofi can be up to that potential, you know, probably, you know, something third team, something like that. But either way, they're both two, both players in the top 20, 25 players in the entire country. Mm -hmm. And they're playing like this at home. I mean, Ohio state's good. Don't get me wrong, but they just, they can't, they can't afford to, to spot teams, 50, 15 points, 20 points in the first half and then expect to, I mean, Northwestern, that was amazing what they were able to do against Northwestern. And they almost pulled it off against Ohio State. I mean, that was – they they almost had that. They were teasing me at the end. But mm-hmm. um, they just – they can't afford to, to spot teams that many points in the first half. No, I told Nathan, I said, I think where fans like us four can sit here and say, we're just frustrated with the talent and how the talent is playing. Yeah. Now the people that are saying Brad Underwood needs to be fired because he has this talent where they're not winning. No, that's, I'm not that's where that. our frustration came from. I'm not on that. I'm not on that bandwagon. I, no. I'm fine with Brad. I don't think this is, I mean, yes, some of this is Brad's responsibility and obviously he's the head coach and they're underperforming right now. So that is definitely on him, but I don't think that's needs to get to that level where we're calling for his job. No, I think that's, there's some Illinois fans that said, yeah, like, this is terrible. Like, I- If they continue to underperform the rest of the season like this, then I could open up those conversations. But I, I don't think I'm ready to have that conversation yet. Right. Um, I mean, yeah, they have five losses. But, I mean, those losses are to Baylor, who is one of the best two best teams in the country. They lost to on the road at Rutgers, which isn't necessarily a bad loss. The Mizzou loss on the road, they didn't they just didn't have a lot of heart in that game. That was the the tough part is that the this was the easy part of the schedule. And they just lost two home games in a row. Um they should have won both of them. They should have won at least one of them. Um and now the schedule gets more difficult because nobody knew Michigan was what they are. Um, I think they finally lost, but um, I mean, that that's even, it's going to get even tougher. So just got to take what you get. I I still think, I mean, I I do still think they're one of the, you know, best teams in the country. And I still think they have potential to, you know, make, have a good tournament run, but they have to put things together. They have to be more consistent. They can't spot teams 15 points in the first half. They just can't do it. You cannot afford to do that. Not every team is going to, you're going to be able to overpower like Northwestern. The only teams that could do that were the Bulls in the 90s. Because <laughs> I just read the book on Michael Jordan, The Life, yeah. and it was just real funny. Yeah. Every other chapter was, oh, they straight up said it. They were like, oh, the Bulls are losing by 18 in the third or the fourth. 
then Michael and them look at each other and say, okay, let's turn it on. And they yeah. would literally just go. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, does Illinois think they can just do that? No. I mean, they – and as, as I said, they almost beat Ohio State after being down whatever it was in the first half. So, you know, that ended up being a lot closer than it should have been, and they came within one maybe out-of-bounds call away from possibly winning that game. So um, in a they obviously had the talent to do it. I'm not comparing – this team to the bulls by any stretch of the imagination, but they, they have the talent. I mean, they, they can do that, but they can't keep trying to put themselves in that situation in big 10 games. Just can't do it. Nope. Uh, so that's where we all kind of agreed. Like we were spoiled last year. Cause we didn't know that's what that was going to happen. You know, like be a good team and yeah. without COVID, I think they would have made a good run. Yeah. And then, so I think we were, <clears throat> we all kind of agreed we were spoiled. So then this year there was just these high expectations Absolutely. When you have both of those players come back for this year, <clears throat> absolutely. They're, uh, and then you have, you know, you have two freshmen that come in that are supposed to be, you know, top talent. And, and for the most part, they've both been good. Um, but yeah, they just, they need to, they need to find a way to click a little better because it's, it's not been a great stretch. They should have been games where they should have won. Hey everybody, as you know, the Coach Steve Show is brought to you by the Unhinged Sports Network. And in case you've missed it, they've recently par- partnered with FUBU TV. Now what is FUBU TV? FUBU TV brings you 100 plus channels, including NBC, CBS, Fox, ABC, ESPN, and more without the hassle of a cable contract. It is 2020, it's time to cut the cord. If you don't believe me, please click the link in the episode description or on the social media profile, and you can get a seven-day free trial. So please, again, go click on the link for FUBU TV in the episode description, or in the social media profile, get a seven-day free trial to support the Coach Steve Show podcast, as well as the Unhinged Sports Network. Recently, the Coach Steve Show has joined with the Unhinged Sports Network. It's an off-the-ground sports network that has different podcasts and is playing 24-7. So it's a podcast radio type website. So every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, the Coach Steve Show will have a new episode out. And they have partnered with Fanatics.com. So what I need you guys to do is in the episode descriptions and on social media is click on the Fanatics link and go get yourself some fan gear. Any team that you want, they have the gear for. Shirts, polos, hats, pullovers that have zips, stocking stuffers, anything like that, anything. Any team you want, they have. So please just support the podcast and support the Unhinged Sports Network. Please click on the, please click on the link in the description. Please click on the link in the social media and go buy stuff. They have anywhere, anywhere. I've seen anywhere between 20, 30, 40, 50, 60% off all, all their apparel. So with sports coming back, please go get some apparel to support your team. So again, click on the link, go get yourself some gear, and thank you for all the support. Um, and it's they can't afford to keep, to keep playing like that in the Big Ten. No, and that and that's the thing I told Nathan and Brad was they need to realize the Big Ten's the best basketball conference now. Oh, Every game that you play in the Big Ten is do or die. Oh yeah. Absolutely. You don't, you don't have these non-conference games that we're all used to them playing first and then playing the Big Ten. No. It's 
you're playing the Big Ten every week. So that's why these five losses aren't necessarily bad. <clears throat> because no, they aren't terrible losses. Maryland was bad. Maryland's not a very good team. Maryland, and I think Missouri bothers me. Yeah, Missouri bot- – the reason Missouri bothers me is because – and I was talking about this with somebody else. Illinois doesn't look like they respect that rivalry the way yeah. that it was respected when we were growing up. Yes. And I think those Mizzou players, you know, the Mark Smiths of the world, the Tillmans of the world, the ones that, you know, were recruited by Illinois and some one of them went to Illinois – there's, I think there's just more passion for that rivalry on that side of it right now. And as sad as it is, and and maybe I'm wrong. um, I just, I have not seen the same type of fight in that game uh, from Illinois in a while. And they were the, they were the better team. Um, And Missouri's Missouri's not bad. I mean, they're, I don't know if, I don't know if they're still ranked, but they were ranked. Um, They're, they're, you know, they're a good team. But that's the reason that loss bothered me. I just, I just don't feel like they feel that rivalry like Missouri does. Yeah, it wasn't like we're used to. Yeah, when we grew up with the bragging rights, that was huge. It was huge. It was national TV. It was the Saturday before Christmas or two Saturdays before Christmas, whatever. Um, that I mean, that was Lucky Land Casino asking people, "What's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky?" Lucky in line at the deli, I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're... Team ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. That was must-see television for not only our region, but, you know, for a lot of the country. And, and this, you know, the last few years, it's been pushed off to regional television. And um, this year was, I mean, I know this year was a little different because of COVID and football going on, but it was supposed to be on the alternate channel for the SEC network. And, you know, again, that's because of football and everything, but still like, it's just the idea that that's where this rivalry has come to is, you know, it's getting pushed off that low. And for, I mean, it is what it is. Neither program has been very good. Um, this is the best Illinois team we've had in a while, on paper at least. Um, they haven't really shown it, but so yeah, that that loss that loss does sting. Um, the Ohio, Ohio State one, it's bad, uh, especially because it's at home. But I can live with it. Um, but they they can't afford to lose games like that again. No, because uh, <clears throat> that Baylor one doesn't bother me. No. But they played well against Baylor up until that last what eight minutes, yeah. ten minutes. So yeah. they played know. with them. That's what we. Then they went about. and beat Duke, which I mean, I know it's not the same Duke team, and there's a lot of issues with those t- schools that are freshman heavy that weren't able to, you know, work out and stuff over the summer. So I mean, there's a lot of reasons for that. But anytime you win at Duke is that's a big win. So yeah, I mean, that was the last time we talked, right? We talked right before the Duke game, I think. Yeah, and. 
but people forget we're young too. Like even though we've got some, no, we are, but we we're not reliant on freshmen like you know the Dukes and the Kentuckys of the world that that's what they bring in because everybody right. else leaves. You know, yeah, Illinois is young, but they only have two freshmen in their rotation. Right, and then then we we talk about that like the the main guys we don't rely on, but like Carbello is a freshman. Yeah, you know, you look at Miller's a freshman, so like these guys, you want them to make big shots and make big plays. They're freshmen. Yeah, they're no, freshmen. I. You can't expect them to, to. They're not Cade Cunningham. I mean, they're not gonna. They're not coming in. They're not that type of player. You know, they both both do have the potential to, you know, to get to levels. You know, maybe like an IO is, but um, they're not there yet. We can't expect them to be there. They just they need a little more. And people have said it, and I somebody else mentioned it on Twitter or whatever. They, I think they do miss Andres Feliz. I think he was the type of player that. I'm not saying he was gonna make or break them beating Ohio State, but that kid played with a lot of heart, mm-hmm. and he just, you know, he was he was a bulldog, and that's the type of player he was, and they could definitely use something like that for sure. And then I'm, I go way what ifs. Now, if we got in the tournament last year and we made like a Sweet 16 run or something, and then they played like this, I think I'd be more frustrated. But we have to remember they don't have the this 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 tournament experience right that's why right now i'm not as frustrated as some people i'm just frustrated with the talent not playing to their talent i agree but if if this was a duke team that's made the sweet 16 three years in a row two years in a row no then they play like this then i'd be like hold the like just pump the brakes but no i i'm with you i agree i just it's they shouldn't be losing two in a row at home did you see brad underwood's press conference that was a good one uh, I saw some of the notes. Some people were tweeting about it, but I didn't. I didn't watch it or anything. What did he say? Oh, it was. I just saw snippets. They showed one clip, and then Obelair saw another clip. It was all over the place. One said, "Do you think it? You guys aren't playing very tough. Is that the right thing to say? Like they're not playing very tough, not playing together." He gets mad and looks at him and goes, "Yep." And then sat there, and they said, "So how do you fix it?" He goes, "Uh, it will get fixed." I don't. Yeah, yeah I I agree. He had a Nick Saban moment where he just looked at him and said, "Yep, yeah. it'll get fixed." It's true. I mean, they're just they just don't look like they don't look like the team that they should. No, I mean, sure, we had high expectations, and but I think they were. I mean, I think they were reasonable expectations. So the reasonable is just they're reasonable to where like if we were undefeated right now, we'd be all on cloud nine. But some Illinois fans would be like, "Yeah, we had these high high expectations, but." We lost five games. We played in the best t- conference in the United States in basketball. Yeah. We're not experienced. We didn't go to the Final Four last year or the Sweet 16. We didn't get – they didn't get to play. Yeah. So we're riding off of this win streak at the end. So you need to give it a moment. They'll get it together. They'll oh, get it I together. hope so. And then maybe it was because Brent Bielma was there. I don't know. Maybe it was Flip-Flop <laughs> Friday. I don't remember. <laughs> We don't need to get on that topic. <laughs> oh, you that's the other thing. It was mainly Brad and Nathan, and I kind of chimed in every so often. We figured out how to fix Illinois game day on the podcast. That was a good half hour, 45 minute rant. Yeah. Of how to fix Illinois game day. How's that? Well, we talked about trying to be, bring a Bill's Mafia type mentality. <laughs> Maybe the horseshoe needs to be, horseshoe needs to be like, $15 tickets, and we get guys in overalls and boots and Miller lights and put them right there, right next to the Northwestern yeah. fans. 
That would help. Uh, breaking tables out and outside, having midget wrestling with the tables for pregame. <laughs> I love it. Sign me up. Nickel drinks like the White Sox. Like, just bring that in. That's great. And then at the very end of it, he was like, did we just solve game day for Illinois to get more fans? And so we we're like, we got to tag Josh Whitman every tweet now from now on. Like, hold on. We figured it out. <laughs> that's good. Oh, it was. That's the problem is we have, we get on like a half hour before I record. We figure out what we're going to talk about. We get to what we're going to talk about, but in between something happens. So we're talking, see the very first thing yesterday was Bama and Ohio state. Cause we all three didn't get to talk about it. So let's just recap it for a second. I want to ask him about Nick Saban. Well, then all of a sudden we start about Illinois. Then we start talking about fixing Illinois game day. And I said, guys, we haven't even talked about Alabama yet. Because I asked them about if Nick Saban's going to retire. Is that why he was crying at the end? Everything was just built up. He's so happy for the team. But as you know, it's he's going to be done. Because Sarkeesian was agreed to be the next head coach. Right. And they let him go. Well, they said he couldn't pass up the Texas job. They were actually like, you can't pass that up. And so I was like, is he going to be done here in a couple of years? Is that why he's upset a little bit? Like, this is going to be done? Maybe in a couple of years, but not now. No, but like maybe he's, he's 69. Nice. <laughs> That's what I said. I was like, oh, he's the perfect age. He cried because he had COVID twice, beat COVID. The team went through this. Yeah, of course. It's um, emotional. But I guarantee you that next day, he took a vacation until 6 a.m. the next day. Then he was like, all right, back to work. That's what he does. Because in the book I read about him. And LSU. Why? Let me ask you this. Why Why is he in Aflac commercials? Why, you know, why, does he, why is he doing that? Does he need the money? Well, yeah, you got to pay for that beach house of his and that boat and... <laughs> I, I mean, I just, I seriously, I want to know. Like, I just want to know why. People, is it to grab people's attention? I don't know. Is it to get? I think that's. I, I honestly think it's to get all of our sports attention. Like, oh, it's Nick Saban, and then like to prove that they're the best, they can get this winner with all the rings. Because I want to send down holding his rings. Maybe yeah, that's why. That could be. I don't know. I've just I've seen that commercial pop up a few times, and every time I see it, I'm thinking like. Why does this doesn't seem like a Nick Saban thing? Why is he doing this? Because he's loosened up in his age. Like back in the day, sure. he would never do this. Yeah, I mean, I'm I get it. I'm sure he's getting a, a very nice paycheck for doing that, and it probably required him to spend all of one day to shoot three commercials or whatever he did. Um, and he made a pretty penny to do so. So I don't blame him. I'm just I I want to know why. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. That's a good uh, Google look up. Is why does he do that? I wanted you to have the answer for me, Steve. Well, you know, he hasn't returned my phone calls, so I don't know. <laughs> okay. He doesn't text. So. Well, whenever he does return your phone calls, make sure you ask him and let him know that I was curious. Well, he doesn't text, so I can't get a hold of him through text message. Mm-hmm. I think he just learned how to use a computer during Probably. COVID because he had to do Zoom calls all the time. Zoom calls, and then he talked about his email. Like his secretary does the email, yeah. and he, he had to do it for the first time. And he's like, "What is this?" Yeah, that was. We talked about recruiting. We were like, "How is Nick Saban handling recruiting during COVID? Because you can't travel all over. You can travel to some." Yeah, and so we just came to the conclusion that everybody else texts for him. 
And then when they're close, they set up the zoom and it's his face. And he's like, Hey, come to Alabama. Yeah. Like, okay. Pretty much. Like I'm real. Don't, this is real. <laughs> this is really happening. Have you seen the video about his shoes? Like the wrong size shoes? No. Brad found this video and sent it to me. Like, it was like a month or two ago. It shows him walking onto the field and he walks up to somebody and he goes, my, my daggum feet hurt. Somebody gave me the wrong shoes, size shoes for practice or something. And he goes, who do I have to fire? Because my feet are killing me. And he's getting like mad. And he's like, who am I going to have to fire? Who in the athletic department am I going to fire? Because they gave me the wrong shoes. And then he goes up to like Smith and he goes, you know, I just had this hip replacement, right? So if I wanted to guard you one-on-one, I would. You ain't getting past me. He's like, this hip is good to go. I'll just swing it and then get you. And, and he's laughing a little bit. And then he comes back. He goes, you know, I'm serious. I, I got you. <laughs> I was like, oh, God. <laughs> the shoe thing is hilarious. Like, yeah. it goes on for a few minutes. And he's just going off. And it's hilarious. And then the, yeah. the person filming is just filming his shoes. It's just his shoes walking. And he's yelling. I haven't seen that. Oh, it's funny. It is hilarious. There was something else I thought of of Nick Saban. And I can't think of it. Besides his daughter getting in rants with people on social media. She's she's a fun follow on Twitter. Especially when LSU week rolls up. <laughs> yeah. And Auburn. Ooh, she was ruthless. With Auburn. Did I ever tell I have an Alabama sweatshirt. When I was in college, it was just a fun thing to do to walk around campus and just say roll tide. So I, uh, I have an Alabama sweatshirt. I don't wear it very often, but uh, I have I have two, and I have two T-shirts. Roll Tide, Roll Tide. I do it to stir the pot. <laughs> of course you do. <laughs> well, that's what I do. I when I was living with I was living with a, a roommate a few years ago who was a big Michigan State fan, and it was one of the years the Michigan State was good when they had whatever his name was, a quarterback. Um, and during the select, the turn, the playoff selection show or whatever they call it, I he came out of his bedroom that morning to watch the show and I had my Alabama hoodie on because they were, they were going to be the four seed and the one seed or whatever it was. So just, to, just to piss him off. So, Well, see, I was a Nick Saban fan. That's always why I never owned anything. I just watched because I'm like, I'm a Nick Saban guy because I'm a coach. He, I like how he coaches. Not, I liked him before he won. So I was watching it before. And then people kept giving me a lot of heat. And so to piss people off, I was like, let me wear this Bama hoodie around. Yeah. Let me tweet Roll Tide all the time and just <laughs> make people mad. And it works. And then, then, but then people are like, but you're an Illini fan. You can't be saying this. And I was like, who cares? <laughs> The uh, ESPN Roll Tide commercial is one of my favorite commercials in <laughs> all of television. Roll Tide, Roll Tide. Oh, people get mad. One of the coaches who talks to me sometimes, he's a Florida fan. So anytime I tweet Roll Tide, he has to send me a message and say, stop. <laughs> of course. And then say cool. something about Alabama. And I'm like, well, beat him. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> Can't beat him. Join him. Well, like Bill O'Brien's the new OC there. Yeah. That's someone else we talked about. I was like, oh. Yep. So what he does. Brings in brings in people. 
Yeah, they get baptized and give their life to the good Lord Nick Saban, and he can get them a new job. Hallelujah. <laughs> Praise, Praise baby Jesus. Praise baby Jesus, Nick Saban's <laughs> house. That's funny. Uh, he'd be a good one for the podcast if he could figure out to use a webcam. Yeah, good luck with that. I think you got a ways to go before you're, you're grabbing Nick Saban. I need to get to that 1500 mark episode like Joe Rogan. I'd be like, oh. Am I your only return guest not named Brad Miller and Nathan West? Yes, yes, you are. Yeah. Wow. I don't even know um, if they're recurring guests. It's just that little segment. But like, right. if you want to talk about guests, yeah. So you have your own intro. I'm, I'm honored to be here. We can make your segment. We can call it the Inter- I like I like Geek Corner. Yeah, we can every so often once we get updates from Disney or Marvel or, or whoever. You, you want to talk when you want to talk movies and Marvel stuff and whatever, you know. I'm this, I'm your geek. If it wasn't for COVID and I still did this podcast, we would have a lot to talk about. We would have a lot of stuff happen. Yeah. We would have seen a lot by now. But alas, here we are. We yeah. have nothing. Yeah, you're my expert because I tried to watch that Disney Investor Day thing. Yep. One, I didn't know where to watch it. <laughs> so I went to YouTube. Did you just follow my tweets? I mean, I, I had enough information out there. I I did. I my f- just just read what I was putting out there and they didn't my, watch it. You were my first go-to. I was like, I'm just going to read the tweets. And then a part of me was like, well, I'm just going to put on my tablet or whatever and so I'm trying to figure it out. I'm like, well, I don't know where to watch this. So I was like, let me go to YouTube. And people were streaming it onto YouTube, probably illegally, but they were streaming it nonetheless. Well, it was you could watch it on Disney's website. It was all you had to do was search Disney Investor Day and it came up. I did, but every time I did it, it was just like YouTube. And I was like, okay. I don't know. And so I'd watch YouTube. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, team Ready. ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. And some of I didn't care about. I was like, where's the Marvel stuff? I could care less about. They had, yeah, they had a lot going on. It wasn't just all the exciting stuff. They they talked about Hulu and ESPN Plus, and they talked about some of the international stuff, and they talked about Disney and Pixar and Lucasfilm and Marvel, and they talked about everything. They they had a lot to say. Well, that whole thing. I was shocked. I was shocked about the ESPN thing. I keep forgetting that it, Disney and ESPN are a thing. They're yeah. intertwined. Uh, Stephen A. Smith has a show now on on there. Yep. Um, they're going to have their own betting thing, kind of like FanDuel and DraftKings. They want to do that. Um, the the Star Wars TV shows kind of threw me. There's a lot. They're really diving in hard to Star Wars. And 
I'm nervous. The only one I am okay with the Mandalorian, like we talked about, I love season one. They I'm started really- off they started off strong with the Mandalorian. I mean, that's been I mean, if they can if they can produce that type of stuff, that type of content all the time, I mean it's great. What the the thing about so here's the thing with streaming services. Now that we're fully in geek corner. Um yeah, we have to ease into it. We have to talk. Have to if you run a streaming service, if you run Netflix or Hulu or Amazon or Disney Plus, um, you have a lot of different ways to draw people in. Disney's strength from the very beginning was we have loads of content from your youth and from your childhood. We have all these classic animated movies. We have all this stuff from Disney Channel. Plus, we have all the Marvel catalog. We have all the Star Wars catalog. So they have a lot of that stuff, but they didn't have a lot of original content. Then they brought in The Mandalorian. But the thing with how you run these these services is that you have to be constantly keeping people with it. Because this isn't like cable where you lock into a cable contract, you're you're locked in for a year or two years or whatever. You can cancel your subscription to Disney Plus or Netflix or Hulu anytime you want. And there's a lot of people that do that. They they subscribe when they when Stranger Things is on, and then when Stranger Things comes off, they unsubscribe. I mean, that's pretty much how that stuff works. So if you're those companies, you have to be constantly producing content that's going to keep people there. That's why, like HBO Max, when they announced that they're going to do all the movies uh, simultaneously between the theaters and on HBO Max, there's going to be like one every month. So if you're one of those people that wants to see all these new movies that come out, you're going to have to be subscribed all year long. You know, and that's the same thing with what Disney's doing with these TV shows. If you're a Star Wars fan, you can't just subscribe for the two months that Mandalorian's on and then unsubscribe because now there's going to be new Star Wars content coming out every few months. And same with the Marvel stuff. That's how this stuff's going to work. If they're going to keep people logged in and, and subscribed and keep those dollars coming in, then they have to be constantly producing this content so that people don't unsubscribe and they lose their money. That's a good point. I think I was just overloaded because I was like, okay, they got the Disney movies. Yep. They have to do this. Then yep. I was like, oh, we're going to do Star Wars. There's going to be 10 series. And I'm like, yeah. you just over... And it just, it just, There's more than that. By the time I was watching it, I couldn't keep up. I was like, and did you notice that it was mostly all Disney Plus stuff? It was all, yeah. It was. It was. There was two movies they they announced that are happening at some point. The Patty Jenkins Rogue Squadrons one, and then there was one more that they. I know Taika Waititi is working on one. Like they have other theatrical releases coming mm-hmm. for Star Wars, but everything, most everything that they announce is all Disney Plus shows. Which, I mean, whatever. If it gets people going to streaming, that that's their focus, and they've been very upfront about that. I mean, st- streaming Disney Plus is is their focus right now. Um, you know, that was they probably even said that before the pandemic started, but that's where all. I mean, unless it's a, and we talked about this the last time, unless it's a big tentpole blockbuster movie, it's probably going to go to streaming. You know, it's probably going to go to Disney Plus. The big, the big Disney animated movies, the big Pixar movies, the big Marvel movies, the big Star Wars movies, the big live action ones, the the Jungle, Emily Blunt, like that stuff will go to theaters. The stuff that they know is going to bring in a lot of money. Anything that's probably going to tie ride that line that may not be a hit at the at the box office, that's just going to go to streaming, and it's going to draw people there, and they're going to mm-hmm. use that strategy. So. I mean, it's really smart when you think about it. Like, it's extremely smart. 
But then for us, we're, I mean, I like it. Don't get me wrong. I'm like, okay, this is cool. It's different. But a part of me is like, no, there's just something else I have to subscribe to. Something else I have to worry about. Yeah. We, we, we used to complain that cable costs too much money. So everybody started ditching cable to get all these services. And now you have all these services and they keep adding these prices up. And now you have to have everything. I mean, I have, now I don't necessarily pay for all this because some of it comes with different things that I have, but I mean, I have a subscription to Netflix, Disney plus HBO max, Hulu, ESPN plus Apple TV plus Amazon prime. Uh, plus I use YouTube TV is my cable, you know, so like I'm paying for all that stuff individually um, or through another subscription subscription or something. So it's no longer, yeah, people were complaining because their cable bill was $200 a month, but well, when you add all this stuff up, you're still paying $200 a month. You can just cancel it at any time. And people, I, this happened to me. You also pay for internet. You got to figure out where your internet's going to come from. And you got to have, make sure you have a strong enough internet and fast enough internet. Yeah. Cause we use AT&T internet, which people bash on, but it came with our phone. So like they said, okay, phone yeah. bill, you can take like 10 or 20 bucks off. So instead of it being 60 a month, there's Hazel yeah. instead of $60 a month, it's like 40. So, I mean, we get the fastest internet ATT offers. Yeah. Yeah. Anybody listening? We have a 92 pound chocolate lab. And we live on the first floor, so when someone walks by, she has to protect the apartment. Of course. Where I don't. She does. And I always, this is how I stop her. I just go, Are we in danger? And she like looks around, like, I don't know. Yeah. No, no anyway. we, we, we have internet. We use Sling TV because we're not huge TV watchers anymore because of the streaming. Right. Um, I use my parents' Xfinity login for the sports. And that, but, the, but the moment they get rid of that, I'm screwed. Yeah, that's how I'm able to. That's how I'm getting HBO Max because my parents buy HBO because my parents live out in the middle of nowhere, so they don't have access to high speed internet. So, like when my mom wants to watch something on Netflix, she has to go somewhere else where she can download it to her iPad and then plug it into her TV because they can't they can't get that type of stuff. So, but they pay for HBO because they were big in Game of Thrones when that was out, and they're still paying for it because they watch the movies and stuff. So, because of that, I'm able to get HBO Max. But if I wasn't doing that, then I, that's another fifteen dollars a month I'd be having to pay for. And at some point, like, yep, I, I just can't. You know, yeah. Disney Plus was free for a while with my Verizon subscription, oh, yeah, and yeah. Apple TV is right now is free with my Verizon subscription. I just got the Discovery, uh, Discovery Plus, or whatever they're calling it. Yeah. Um, so that Alice could watch some, you know, Chip and Joanna Gaines and some Food Network stuff. And um, but again, that's through Verizon. So once that stuff stops with the free subscription through Verizon, then you know I'll probably be dropping some of this. But um, that's just that's just the model we're living in right now. Everybody has their own streaming service, and CBS is another one. Peacock, NBC yep. has their own. Um, everybody wants wants in on it. Yeah, I have the free one. For Peacock, just to see the free one's actually not too bad. That I one, I haven't used it much. It's not bad. And then what's the other one? Um, there's another free one I looked at. It's not too bad. They had this game network show, and Bill Engvall was a game show host. I completely didn't know that, and that's where I found it. Um, I liked his show. He had that yeah. show on TBS several years ago. 
didn't last very long. I think Jennifer Lawrence was on that actually. I think she played the daughter in it. Um, yeah, I liked that show when it was on. Um, did you know Kevin James had a show? Can't Kevin wait. can't wait. Oh, <laughs> um, I think I've heard of that. Yeah, what's that on? We found it on Amazon Prime. Are we in danger? Um, we found it on because she pays for Amazon Prime. Yeah, just same. pays the year, and right. it's on Amazon Prime. She found it, and so we were just like, "No, I haven't seen." There's only two seasons. It got canceled after two years, but watching it, it's pretty funny. Um, it was like in 2016 or 17. Okay, I think I remember that, but I never watched it. Yeah, it's not bad. Uh, but yeah, like Sling TV. Um, it it's so weird. It has the orange and blue. Yeah. If you get just one of them, with bucks, a, right? if you get one of them and the DVR, it's like thirty. Okay. Or thirty-five. I can't remember. If you get both and the DVR, it's like forty-five or fifty. Yeah. But I just need it for. You get Bears games. Yeah. And I need my AMC to watch The Walking Dead. And better call Saul. So I was like, it's on here. That's what I need. Because they have their own streaming thing too, but it's still on cable. Right. Which is weird. Um, and I'm scared for the Peacock TV because we watched The Blacklist. Mm-hmm. Now, I think it'll still be released on TV. It will be. That's not something they'll get rid of. That'll but it's on be. Netflix. It's on Netflix. For now. For now. And once they're going to get rid of it. Once their contract runs out for, for that, they'll get rid of that too. Netflix was king for a while because they were they were the only person in the game, so they could get in all these, you know, sources, all these shows and movies from outside studios. But now all the studios have their own services. All the those are going to be pulled from Netflix, and then Netflix's catalog is going to be strictly Netflix stuff. So, well, that's why like The Rock and Ryan Reynolds just finished their movie. That red note. See, they're going to get did like the rock. That, did you see the trailer though? Where they, well, not the trailer, but that ad they had that they showed all the movies that Netflix is coming out with this year. And that's the stuff that they're going to be doing. They're going to, that's why they, they spend a ton of money to get big name people to do movies and TV shows for them and mini series and all that stuff. Because who did it correct me if I'm wrong? It kind of started with Adam Sandler. He was like, Sailor has, yeah, Sailor has a big deal. I don't know if he was first necessarily, but yeah, he signed a big deal with them. Um, a lot of a lot of actors and stuff are now because he because he has a big contract with them. And of course, you have Stranger Things. Um, Mark Wahlberg has Netflix movies strictly through them. Yeah, uh, which shocked me because he has his own thing with HBO. Martin Scorsese, of all people, is doing Netflix stuff now. He had the Irishman came out last year, and um, he's involved in a couple more projects that that were put on the service this year. So, I mean, that's where that's where the money is. Yeah, but yeah, we have Sling, Netflix, Hulu, and then I paid the year for Disney Plus um, in March, I think. Yeah, I'm gonna have to check that out because it's gonna be up soon. Because we were in quarantine, so I was like, just the month. I was going to do that in ESPN Plus, but like I wasn't a fan of ESPN Plus. Like, I I don't use it as much as I should. Um, they they combined that with the old ESPN Insider stuff, 
the stuff from the website, like the some of the stories that you could read, or like fantasy football stuff, like used to be Insider, um, which used to be part, which used to be paired with ESPN the magazine, um, but now that's paired with ESPN Plus. So that's part of the reason why I use that. There's a few shows on there. Uh, Peyton Manning show is actually really good. Um, I haven't seen every episode of it, but uh, Peyton's places is good. But that's you know that's just the easy place if I want to watch Southern or you know somebody else is playing. Um, on a game that's not on, you know, one of the major networks. I probably, I don't use ESPN plus as much as I use the other services, but because it's part of that bundle, it, it really doesn't end up costing you that much money. So. Yeah. Cause we talked about doing the Hulu live TV. Yeah. Or, or the, it was either that or do the Hulu cause it came with ESPN yeah. and Disney. Uh, we just decided not to. I so I got into the um, my first streaming. Well, not like Netflix, but like the you know the cable alternative streaming was actually PlayStation View. They oh. had PlayStation had their own streaming service. So uh, my roommate at the time talked me into it, and we got that. And because I went from having you know satellite with when I lived with my parents, and then when I went to college, I had cable in the dorms and then i had cable one year in my apartments but so basically after like my junior year of college i haven't had cable mm-hmm. like when i you know my last year there and then when i went down to florida i don't think i had it or at least i didn't use it much um and then since i've been here i haven't had it i didn't want to pay that you know hundred dollars or whatever it was um but then I got on PlayStation View because it wasn't that expensive and it gave me all the channels I'd want. And so now I use YouTube TV. But I mean, it gives me all the local channels I want, gives me all the ESPNs, Big Tid Network, um, all the Disney stuff, MTV. I also watch The Challenge. Um, you know, that's on there now. Food Network, HGTV, uh, AMC is on. Like, it has everything, you know. So it's the, the price keeps going up. Um, you know, as I said earlier, it's going to just go back to what it was when we were paying for cable all the time, but you know, it is what it is. I like YouTube TV though. I switched to that when PlayStation V got canceled. Yeah. Our neighbors just moved, but we visited them months ago when it was like safe to see people, yeah. you know, like you're, you stay away from people, but you In still the, over the summer. Yeah. Yeah. Could, could be outside. Yeah. Cause they had just got their house. So we just went to go see the house and yeah. they said they had just got Hulu live TV and they liked it. Um, when I lived in Charleston, my one bedroom apartment, the rent included everything. So it paid for my water, my electricity, yeah. I had cable and internet. But then when I lived with Moose, we had direct TV that first year. It was like hundred and some bucks. It's always cheap the first year. Yeah. And he had NFL Sunday ticket for free. That's how they when get you, But when you have two people paying for it, it's like, okay, well we each pay like 50 bucks. And then the next year, I was like, all right, now it's going to be like 200 and some, and you don't have an NFL ticket. So yeah. he called them, and he was like, I can't pay this anymore. I need your bottom-level DirecTV or whatever. They told him the price. It wasn't good enough. He goes, all right, I'm leaving. He goes, well, why Why do you want to leave? So he lies. I have a family to feed. I just can't afford it anymore. So they go, well, hold on a second. And they come back and say, we'll give you the exact same one for another year because they didn't want him to leave. That's what they do. A lot of those people, those type of places and services you can basically call up and talk them down to the point where you can pay the cheapest amount possible they just i i think they just want somebody to talk to 
personally. <laughs> well, um, but yeah, you can. That's something you can definitely do. Before we move on to WandaVision, because that's the whole point, I think was <laughs> yeah. Comcast and Xfinity is outrageous. Yeah, like people are paying two hundred and some dollars, and then when you call them to get a different one, this is what they tell you: Well, your current subscription no longer exists because we've updated. So our cheapest one is like two hundred or like one hundred and eighty. And that's with stuff that you don't have already. Yeah. So it's kind of like you're used because my parents, I'm not going to tell people what my parents pay. They pay a lot, a lot. And the only reason why they haven't gotten rid of it is because they're used to it. They're used to, they get certain things for free. They get unlimited DVR. They get this, they get this. Um, they have the walk, they talk into the controller. Like they love that. They just could say whatever. And then I know another thing. Some streaming services, you get like channels. Is that like on YouTube TV? Like channel five is this. Okay. Right. Because some well, streaming there's, are- no, there's no channel numbers. That's the biggest difference between yeah. cable and satellite and the streaming services is that you get all the channels, but there's no number. So you can't just type in channel 311 and go to whatever. Like you have to scroll to find it or you put it in your favorite. Like and you can make you can make it work, but there's no channel numbers. Right, that's because some of the people, like our parents' age, I, I read that they said that's kind of why some don't leave their cable, even though it's expensive. They pay for it because they're hard, it. It's hard to make that switch for people that have been doing it for so long, for sure. Um, but it's cheaper, and if you can just accept the fact that it's going to be a little bit different. Um, I mean, it's also tied to your internet, so you might have to have pay more for internet, or if your internet goes down, then obviously your TV goes down, but. You know, if you were a satellite person anyway, then you're used to satellite going down. Mm-hmm. So, oh, back to the Star Wars. The only one I'm excited for that I'm not worried about is the Obi Wan. Yeah. Obi Wan. Um, what scares me about the Star Wars is the last three movies because they were. Now, don't get me wrong. As a fan, like we all were kids, as a fan, I'm like, yes, I like these movies from the fan perspective. But with them battling back and forth of how the storyline was going to go, different directors. That's what I like about Marvel. It was like, yeah, you can make this movie a certain way. As long as you get point A, point B, and point C somewhere in there, I don't care. And that's that's not what Star Wars did. No. That, that sequel trilogy was botched. And I enjoyed all three of them just as a, just as a fan. Uh, I'm also not like a super diehard Star Wars person, um, but I I enjoyed all three movies. But I understand why um, people despise what they did. I really love The Force Awakens. I think that was a great reentry. Yes, it was also just kind of a hash a rehashing of A New Hope. Let's be honest. Uh, but I I thought it was good. I thought it was well done. Then I thought The Last Jedi, my take on The Last Jedi is that it was a really good movie. Maybe the best, not, I don't want to say the best, one of the best movies inside the Star Wars universe. However, I think it was a bad Star Wars movie, if that makes any sense. Yeah, I, the- just, I didn't feel like it, it just didn't feel like a Star Wars movie. I really liked what he did. And had that not been a Star Wars movie, I thought it would have been really good. Um, and then when they gave J.J. Abrams the keys again, and then he went back on every single thing that Ryan Johnson did, and 
it was just a mess, the last one. So I don't know. I enjoyed all three of them. Um, but I, I I agree with you. I, I think that they, they botched that. Um, the Mandalorian has been good. I, I've been pleased yeah. with what Favreau has been able to do there, um, have a consistent storyline, know where he wants it to go. Um, so if they can keep that up for these other projects, then I feel a little better about it. But yeah, the, the way that they handled the, the sequel trilogy was not good. Um, yeah, the force awakens. I liked it until the Harrison Ford scene. Then I was like, now you've lost me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. Like he kind of was done anyway. Yeah. That's fair. That threw me. Yeah. Like I literally in the theater stood up and I was like, what the hell did you just do? Yeah. And and then, then I left the theater. You walked out of the theater after that? Or did you wait till the end of the no, movie? No, the end. So the movie's over. No, 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 no. <laughs> I thought you were going to say you walked out after it happened. <laughs> I thought I'm about it. Out. <laughs> I thought about I'm it. Because like, I love Harrison Ford. So I was like, you yeah. can't do this to me. Um, He's old, man. He is old. He's still um, doing other Indiana Jones. Yeah, that was the other thing. Like, he can't give that up because they wanted someone else to play it. They wanted Chris Pratt to do it. Yeah. And he was like, no, 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 no. I got this. And I'm like, you're 80. Let's just <laughs> take a step back. Let's do it. Um, no, I walked out of The Force Awakens, went home, and I was like, where have I seen that movie before? A New like, Hope. That was the first, and I was like, thought about it. And I was like, yeah, there's a new hope. So I was like, okay. But again, at the time, I was like mad. I was like, oh, my God, they stole it. And then I was like, no, this is kind of how they have, how they have to reintroduce it. This is kind of where they want to go. And I said, okay. Then the next one, I was like, is this going to be Empire Strikes Back all over again? And it kind of was because she, he found Yoda, she found Luke, and this and that. And I'm like, this is Empire Strikes Back. To a, It was. It exactly was like that. Except Luke was an idiot. So like she had to do that. So then I said, is this going to be Return of the Jedi all over again? And it kind of was. Yeah. But it's because there was no direction after Force Awakens. It was a struggle. They 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 botched that whole thing. But I get what you're saying. J.J. Abrams made a good movie for that third one. It was a good movie. It was entertaining. But it wasn't and the right story. They, the end felt just like a scene I had seen in a movie theater a few months earlier uh, at the end of a long run of um, superhero movies where... Uh, <laughs> all these portals open up, and then all these, you know, people yeah, come in know. to help fight. fight you know, it's the same exact thing that happened. And yeah, Star I couldn't Wars. imagine where he where they ripped that from. <laughs> yeah, um, that's what scares me about Star Wars. I'm a huge Star Wars person, yeah. like huge. I get it. I, I understand the concern, and <sighs> who knows? We'll see what happens. They're not all going to be good. Let's just. Let's just face it and now. Then, and then what? They're going to make more movies? There will be more Star Wars movies eventually, yes. That's what scares me. That's the one that scares me. Now, if they go off on their own... this is, Okay. Star Wars... Star Wars needs to get away from the Skywalker saga. Yeah. If they there go, is a huge universe. And this was... And you haven't got there yet. So I don't want to spoil everything because I know you haven't finished season two of The Mandalorian. But... The Mandalorian to me felt like it was different. 
It had its subtle little tie-ins to the movies we had seen before, but it, it was different. And then something happens that all of a sudden it becomes tied in again. And that was my biggest thing. I'm like, I, I just think Star Wars, there's just such, there's such a big universe and such a long timeline to work with, yet we keep focusing on this same 50, 100-year period with the same group of people and the same lineage. And I understand you need the fan service part and you need to have some time. I get that, but there's just so much you can work with. And yet we're still focusing on the same characters, the same storylines. And I just, I just want something different. Um, so we'll see. Some of it will probably be different. Some of it won't be. Who knows? I think they stayed with that timeline because I know for me, I like to see the big lightsaber battles. No, I so, agree. So I think that's why for the theatrical version of movies, they have to keep it that way. Now for the TV shows, I think they can go off because it's like, oh, we don't have to make a two-hour movie. Yeah. It's a half hour. It's 45 minutes. And it's a streaming service. So it's not like we're depending on the movie theater. We're getting the money when they sign up for Disney Plus anyway. Right. Um, yeah. Because like... For, the Fringe of the Sith, I loved it. That's one of my top Star Wars movies because of yeah. all the battles. Um, it's a good one. I agree. Empire Strikes Back to me is one of the top because I like the battles and Return of the Jedi. Um, so I think that's why. But I agree. They need to... I think that's why you see the streaming or the TV shows. But it's going to go right back to it because you got the Obi-Wan Kenobi thing. It's going to go back... They're going to keep feeding into that same timeline, which is fine. I mean, there, I get that there's more things to explore, and that's what people want to see. And the people want to see, you know, Ewan McGregor coming back and Hayden Christensen. I, I understand that. But, like, there's part of me, too, that just wants to see something different. And they have really yet to give us that. The Mandalorian was kind of different, but at the same time, it really wasn't. So... Some of it will be different. Some of it won't be. I don't know what these new movies are going to be. I know the Rogue Squadrons one will obviously be tied in to some degree. If whoever makes, if Tycho TV is making another Star Wars movie, who knows what that'll be. Um, I don't know. There's a lot, there's a lot out there to explore. And Disney Plus is going to try and explore every single nook and cranny in the Star Wars universe that they can find. Yep. I also think it's hard to not. They have, they, they paid a lot of money to have, to own and have the rights to the Star Wars universe. So they are going to cash in just like they are with Marvel. And they're just gonna and Fox, the entire Fox catalog. I mean they're that's why they pay the, that's why they pay that money. They don't pay billions of dollars just so they can release a few another Star Wars trilogy and be done with it. They are just gonna keep cranking out material until people stop watching it, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I just I think they're trying to live on the Star Wars from when we were kids and like parents went and saw it. Yeah. I think that's what they're trying to do. Of course. Is to, it's a multi-generational thing. Like when the Toy Story 4 came out, I think they were pulling at yeah. they knew we were all adults now and they're going to... I saw a thing that might be a Toy Story 5. They're thinking about that. They will probably never stop making those. And no offense, I liked Toy Story 4, don't get me wrong, but like Toy Story 3, the way it ended, I was like, that's the perfect ending. Toy Story 4, uh, you're just bringing out all of my hot takes here. Um, That's my job. That's some people job. have sports hot takes. I have hot takes about geeky movie things. Um, 
Toy Story 4 was a great movie. Toy Story 4 should have had a different title. It should not have been Toy Story 4. It should have been Woody's Redemption, colon, a, a Toy Story story, or something along those lines. The fact that they, I just, I didn't like that they named it Toy Story 4. I feel like the trilogy ended with three. Mm-hmm. If you want to give Woody a send-off story and make it kind of like a side adventure type of thing, that's fine. Because that was a Woody movie. Yeah. There, the other characters were hardly in that movie at all. I mean, that was about Woody and Gabby Gabby. I mean, we got new characters. We got more Duke Kaboom than we get Buzz Lightyear. So it just, it wasn't, it was a great movie. Don't get me wrong. It was definitely one of the best movies of last year. Um, I think it should have been a different title. I think it should have been something other than Toy Story 4. That's my opinion. And how do you think about Chris Evans? Lightyear? Yeah. He's going to come back. He's rumored to come back for the MCU too. (laughs) Yeah, that was going to be one of my hot takes because the first hot take I had was him being Buzz Lightyear. Part of me is like, no. Now, I know they made that movie a long time ago. He's, he's not He's not supposed to be the Buzz Lightyear that you know. He is playing the role of the character that the Buzz Lightyear toy was based off of. Okay. That's, that's essentially what he's supposed to be doing. It, okay. The idea is that... Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. O'Reilly Auto Parts specializes in keeping your car on the road. Not sure how much life is left in your battery? Our professional parts people will test it for free. If it does need to be replaced, we'll help you find just the right one to fit your car. Our superstar batteries are built to handle even the toughest conditions. Visit O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Buzz Lightyear was maybe not a real person in this Toy Story universe, but he was a fictional character of some degree and then they created a toy about from him and that's what the buzz Lightyear buzz, buzz Lightyear we already know is this is a different i don't know it's hard to explain without actually seeing it and who knows what they'll actually do with it but that's the way i understand it is that people are upset like that should be tim allen doing this i'm like okay well tim allen's old and we're not doing an old character here like he's supposed to be a different thing altogether almost, but yet having the same name, I don't know. It's kind of difficult to explain, but no, it just tugs at our childhood. Like Woody's always Tom Hanks. Yeah. And Bud Lightyear's always Tim Allen. Did you know that, um, there are pretty much only two people that voice, uh, voice Woody in movies. Well, Tom Hanks voices Woody in all the movies. But did you know that when Woody is in video games and some of the other like made-for-TV things and stuff, do you know who voices Woody? Tom Hanks' brother. Oh. See, I thought it was Tom Hanks. No. Some of the video games and stuff, um, it's his brother. He, oh. 
his he sounds similar to him, and his brother doesn't do a ton of acting, but uh, when they need some of that other stuff that it that they don't bring in Tom to do, they pay his brother to <laughs> to voice it. <laughs> that must be that's nice. Fun, fun fact, huh? That that's the thing about that Avengers game I'm playing. It doesn't have yeah, it's original. not the it's not the MCU characters. No, but their voices are similar. So whoever they did actually similar, especially yeah. Thor. Thor is the closest one. But they took the comic versions of them. Yeah, it wasn't licensed by Disney to do that. I, I don't know how that whole thing worked, but it's not a Disney property. I'm just um, glad I got it before we get another NCAA football thing going on where they're not going to make it. I was just glad. Yeah. That might come back, though. I'm still banking on that it does. I hope so. Like, I even got I got the Avengers game and I got, um, uh, oh my gosh, I can't see it. Spider-Man? Jumanji with the rock in them. That's a video game. Video game of it. Really? Yeah. You are so big on the rock that you're getting his video games. Yeah, I and for Christmas. <laughs> so for Christmas, I didn't know these were picture books. There's Kobe Bryant, the Mamba mentality. I thought it was just like him, but it's this big book. But he made it. He wrote it. It's pictures of him throughout his life, and he writes about it on the page. I'm like, this is a collectible. I'm keeping this. Yeah. Then I got the same thing on The Rock. It's his whole life. I'm like, this will be a collectible too. You got, so, your, yeah. DV, you got your DVR queued up for his show that starts next week? That one I'm not big on. Why not? Because he's not in it. Yeah, he is. Is he a character in it? I think like, so. He's something. Oh, well, I mean, well, it may be. Like, it's about him. And he's he's doing something in it. I mean, I know he's like producing it, but I'm pretty sure I, he's also acting in it. I guess I have to give it a chance because what's that wrestling movie? Fire with my family. That Great one, movie. I watched. Movie. Well, I went to watch it at first. I didn't watch it till like a year and a half ago because I forgot about it. But then I saw it and I was like, I want to watch this because it because you know the promo shows The Rock when they meet him. So I was like, Oh, The Rock's in it. I gotta watch it. So at the beginning, I'm like, Well, where's The Rock? And then the rock shows up. I'm like, okay, here he is. He's a small, so I, it's a small. Well, I went into it with this thing of like, oh, the rock's gonna play a big part. So once he disappeared, I was like, this movie's awful. But then I was like, no, actually, Steve, this is actually a really good movie. I really enjoyed that. I movie. really like it. I was pleasantly surprised. That was just a random. It was a. I remember it came out in February, and I just went to the theater on like a Sunday afternoon. And I'm like, I'll see Friday with my family, and. You know who shocked me? Kind of away. Who shocked me in that movie because I didn't know he was in it was Vince Vaughn. Yeah. Yeah. Loved it. He was great in it. I'm like, great. this fits you perfectly. Vince kicked, Vaughn. Off, kicked off a great year for Florence Pugh, too. She had that. She had Midsommar. And she had Little Women all that all last year. And then she was supposed to be in uh, Black Widow this year. But that'll come out soon. Hopefully. Maybe. Um. There was something oh, yeah. before. Fighting with my family. Great movie. I cannot wait until we have um, our show to talk about Jungle Cruise. Because that combines know. your favorite thing, The Rock, and my favorite thing, Disney World. And it's going to be great. I cannot oh, I, wait. I'm going to have to take notes during that one like, so I can remember. It's be amazing. And Emily oh. Blunt. Love Emily Blunt. So I'm yeah. all in, man. We're going to have a special edition of Geek Corner just to talk about Jungle Cruise. The Geek Corner Jungle Cruise episode. Um, 
So is Chris Evans actually signed back into the MCU because... I mean, I haven't seen anything confirmed on that, but that's what I... the rumor is. Because, But then he tweeted, said something like, news to me or something, so... And then he said, I like the reactions. Then he tweeted something like, I love the reactions. I mean, I my thinking on it is that I think he will come back to some degree. I, I don't think he's going to be headlining his own movie. Um, I could see them bringing him back similar to what they did with Robert Downey Jr. and Spider-Man, something like a mentor role. I could see him popping up in maybe a, a show. Um, they have the Captain or the Miss Marvel movie coming up or TV show. I could see him popping up there. Um, I've seen people talking about that he could pop up in Black Panther because that's and that's an interesting thing that I'm not sure what they're going to do with that movie because that's a different conversation. But the point is that I think that he will come back and just pop up in various things. But I do not think you're going to get another Captain America movie with him headlining it. I think he'll just kind of come in and show up in different roles as kind of like a mentor type thing. Or and I saw did you were you the one that made the comments? or shared something about the um, him putting the stones back or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that a few people talk about that. I like that idea. I could see that being like a six episode mini series on Disney plus where he travels through time and, and returns the stones or something. So I think he will come back. I think it'll be something lesser than headlining a series of movies again. Yeah. When, when comicbook.com says it, I'm like, okay, this is kind of that Brandon Davis or whatever. When they start yeah. talking about it, I'm like, okay, it might be. Yeah. He has no, the best I mean, job. The source is legit. I mean, Justin Kroll is, is legit. He's the one that tweeted it out, and uh, he had the report on it. I So I trust him. And I think that Chris Evans' tweet was probably just blowing smoke, probably because it wasn't supposed to come out. So uh, I do think it's true. I think he will come back to some degree. I just don't think it'll be a major um, – like I, I don't think we'll get another Captain America trilogy or even another Captain America movie, you know, with him at the headline. But no, one Brandon Davis has the best job at comic.com, yeah. I think. Yeah. Um. No, I, I said that too. I said he won't have a movie. It's going to yeah. be Spider Man, a miniseries. But then I saw someone say it could kind of be like. Robert Downey Jr. Because technically, Civil War was a Captain America movie. Yeah. Technically. No, it so was. They, they said, what if he comes back and does that? And I said, well, that's actually a huge role, though. That's a huge... He could do a variety of things. I think that they're since they're opening up the multiverse, I think there could be some sort of, you know... I think there's a version... I think there's... And I'm not a big comic book person. So all of this information that I have is from stuff I've read from other people. But I guess there's there is a story lying in the comics where there's like an evil Captain America yep. that works with Hydra. Um, so, I, you know, if he wants to come back and play some, you know, not play the good boy, you know, the good Captain America role, he could play a villain type of thing if he wanted to do that. So I think there's plenty of opportunities um, for him to, to come back to some degree. Maybe he'll be in maybe he'll be in Doctor Strange. He could. I mean, they're already loading up that movie, too. They're about ready to start that. So, Well, they started um, filming, and then they got locked down in, in the UK. Right. They're shooting Spider-Man now. Do you see that Spider-Man's going to be a Christmas movie? Or at least take place at Christmas time? I didn't see that, but I've just seen how, and you need to correct me because I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> it looks like Spider-Man is going to be a big movie because someone spotted... Tommy McGuire walking onto the set. Spider-Man is is rumored to have 
Tobey Maguire, Andrew Garfield, um, Alfred Molina, who was from the original trilogy, played Doc Ock, and uh, Jamie Foxx from Spider-Man 2, who played Electro or whatever his name is. Um, then they just had uh, the guy that plays um, Daredevil, is it? Yeah, he just, he, just filmed it. Yeah. he just filmed his scenes. Again, I don't know to what degree these people are going to be in this movie. Uh, I, it's There's no confirmation out there that says they're going to have major roles. Um, but yeah, sounds like all of these people are going to be showing up. And Doctor Strange is in it. This movie is supposed to come out in about 12 months or so. So well, They're filming we'll it. Yeah. At least they're filming it. Um, Doctor Strange is in it, I think. I think he'll be at the end. Yeah, I think he'll have something to do with it, especially if it's going to be multiverse related. I think I have a theory. Okay. You'll see Benedict Cumberbatch at the end of WandaVision. I, yeah, I agree. He'll come in. He's going to be tied into it somehow. Because it does tie into his movie, but I don't know. Does it? But I was like, you can't tie it into the movie without him, either him being in it or at the end, he is referenced. Oh, yeah. He'll. There, or, that's that's how it'll get tied into the next to that movie. Or Wong is in it at the end. Yeah. No, there will be some sort of connection because that's what this is all about. That's what's going on in WandaVision. I know you've been antsy to talk about it. Um, that's that's what's happening in WandaVision. It's something to do with the multiverse. Did you ever see the Truman Show? Long ago, and one of so- my favorite movies, Jim Carrey. Uh, I, that's the kind of vibe I'm getting with WandaVision. It's kind of got a very Truman Show-esque feel to it where Wanda is the center of this thing that's happening and these other people are inside of it that are aware that this is about Wanda, but Wanda's not aware that this is about Wanda. That's where I'm getting confused because we can go right into it or talk about other things because we don't have Black Widow. We don't have Black Widow, which makes me mad. They're hoping that it comes out in May. And it might come uh, out after the United States. Well, I think what's going to happen with Black Widow, and so this is what I said the last time I was on your show. Don't worry, uh, I'm going to release this episode so this week, I think. I'll let me recap. It. Let me recap. The last time I was on your show, I had said my prediction was that um, Black Widow would probably go to Disney Plus or have some sort of hybrid release um, between theaters and Disney Plus. Well, then a few days later, they had the big investor meeting, and they basically said that they are going to keep Captain or Black Widow as a theater theatrical release in May only. Um, I think that's going to change again. I just don't think we're going to be ready to have that movie at the theater by itself. So I think you are going to get a, a hybrid release. Release. I'm going to guess it's probably going to be similar. I think it's probably going to be. Um, a simultaneous theatrical and Disney access, whatever they did with Mulan. You can pay if you have, if you can go see it in the theater, you can pay to go see it in the theater, or you can pay to watch it on Disney Plus. Um, this is not Mulan. People are going to watch it, um, and they are going to have to watch it if they want to know what the hell's going on in Captain and Winter Captain or Falcon and Winter Soldier. I think it's going to be setting up those because I think um, Florence Pugh's character is going to show up in that show, uh, which is why they switched these releases because uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out. That was supposed to be the first Marvel TV show to drop on Disney Plus, but that was also supposed to come out after Black Widow. So it was supposed to be Black Widow and then uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier. 
because those were going to tie into each other. And then WandaVision was going to come out later because that tied into Doctor Strange. But when they had to push everything back, they were able to move WandaVision up because it doesn't have a direct tie-in to Black Widow. Um, but now they can't keep pushing off because they want they basically want Cap or Falcon and Winter Soldier to come out pretty much right after um, WandaVision, or at least, you know, here in a couple months. So they're going to have to give us Black Widow before then. Well, so. on this release page, it says Falcon Winter Soldier is supposed to come out in March, and yeah. then Black Widow is going to come out in May. So is it like this Black Widow? Well, then they, if that's the case, which that's probably true, um, I, I don't know. I, I, I'm not in on what. It might have been one of those situations where Black Widow doesn't lead into Falcon. Maybe it's just there's a tie-in somewhere. There's a tie-in. There's absolutely 100% a tie-in to those shows. I don't know what it is. I think it's Florence Pugh related. Um, I I don't. I mean, I. It's very obvious that she is going to take over the the Black Widow mantle, um, and you know, ScarJo will be gone, and it'll be Florence Pugh. Um, I believe there's some sort of I I'm assuming there's some sort of tie-in between Black Widow and Cap, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. I keep wanting to say Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Well, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. So uh, if an episode comes out each week, because it's set up perfectly where I think Falcon comes out later in March. So maybe by the time Black Widow comes out, then those episodes that are going to appear. Yeah, that could be true. But I don't think it's – they're not – the point of what I'm getting at is they're not going to be able to stick to their theaters only because we're not going to be ready by May to to do that. So they're going to have to put it on to Disney Plus too. People have to pay $30 to watch it at home. Oh, like I would, then I'd feel bad the next day. Because you like spent twenty dollars on it. Well, I'd be happy if, like, I did. I'd be happy when I watched it. Yeah. And if I could keep it. And it may well. It'll be on if they do it like Mulan. You pay for it, and then it'll be on your Disney Plus. Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner okay so that's how they did Mulan, and i'm gonna guess that that's how they'll do this it may not be 30 they may drop it down to 20 but either way if they do it like that once you pay for it it'll be forever on your disney plus account so as long as you subscribe to disney plus you will be able to watch black widow and what they could do is then if you unsubscribe for some reason they want to come back it's gone you've lost it could be i don't know what they'll do i don't know what the rule with that is my guess is that it's probably just hooked into your email address so whatever you have the account for that's probably it but um, so was black widow supposed to be phase four uh what are we in now 
Phase this is phase four. four. What was Black Widow supposed to start the newest phase? Yeah, so like Are we in phase four now. Did Endgame end phase three? Is that how yeah. it works? And then Spider Man Spider Man technically ended phase three or whatever. Which I have not watched. You haven't watched Spider Man? No. You need to watch Far From Home. It's not on Disney Plus though, because it's not a Disney movie. That's so why. You're gonna and have to find it elsewhere. Well I'm sure you can rent it for just a few dollars now. I need to go Blu ray and rent it or something. I don't know. You can probably rent it on Prime. I'm the only person that still probably uses Blu ray. I or Redbox, I mean. I use Redbox. Family video, RIP. I would oh. still go there. Um I still have I mean I have hundreds of Blu-rays and DVDs behind me in this room. Uh, I don't use them as much as I used to, but I still go to Redbox. Far from so, home is I'm sure Far From Home is a Redbox, but that's another movie I've had to like avoid. What? For anything like spoiling, like I've had to avoid. Far from home, you can Oh, you can only buy it. You can't even rent it. Is that right? That's how Sony gets you. Here at the Coach Steve Show podcast, we're very excited for our new sponsor for the show, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee. Pretty exciting that they wanted to sponsor the podcast and very um, excited for the opportunity to be sponsored by them. Um, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee is a very unique kickoff tee. It's, there's nothing like it. It is created so that way you can place the football however you want it. You want it to stand up higher, it can stand up higher. If you want it you know, to make it down lower to make the football be kicked off and go farther, it can do that. You want to place it to the side, you want it to stand straight up however you want. You could put it upside down if that's a thing. However you want, the Launchpad Kickoff Tee can let you do that. So if you're a coach and you have a younger guy or a developing kicker who is not reaching the end zone at all times, this is the perfect kickoff tee for you. The reason is that it gives a coach a strategic options on squibs and onside kicks that were never available before. This kickoff tee is legal for the NCAA use and for all high schools at the National Federation High School Association. The Launchpad kickoff tee, it is a game changer, guys. Having one here is a complete game changer. Check out the videos that they posted. It's, it's amazing stuff to see what the kickers can do once they get this and get the kicking down and use this tee. So for now, what I need you to do, if you're interested in looking at it and going to buy one, please go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS. And when you buy the one T, use the code CSS to get 10% off. But also there are other options using the same link. If you want to buy two, you can get 25% off. If you think you need more and want to go buy the four pack option, you can buy three and get one of them for free. So go to launchpadkickofftee.com slash CSS and use the code CSS and go get this game-changing kickoff tee for all you kickers and you coaches today. Prime video. I don't know. The point is you can watch it. You need to you need to go see uh, it. I mean it's not like earth changing or anything, but um yeah. Yeah. So, because when WandaVision came out, they said we've officially started off phase four. Like that intro. Now the beginning to phase four. So, I'm, yeah. that's why I was wondering. I couldn't remember if Black Widow was still phase it's three. Post, no, Black Widow's phase four. 
Although it really doesn't matter because Black Widow is going to take place back in time anyway. So, I mean, if you're looking for a timeline, it's not really going to fit in there. But what? It's right after Civil War, basically. So, yeah. In between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah, I believe so. I just want to see um, David Harbour in a Marvel movie. That's that's what I'm waiting on. I know. <laughs> You'll get it. I think you're going to get it in May. You might have to pay $30 to do it. but And Stranger Things. I just want Stranger Things. I know we're talking about Marvel, but I can't wait for... I, there's that rumor floating around that it'll be back in August. I, that's not a confirmed thing. I know people are um, talking about that, but I we'll see. I think it's definitely possible. I th- My mom just sent me... This is good. This is totally off subject, but it's just something that I just feel like I need to share right now. My mom must be looking through... Um, old things of mine she sent me an old christmas list i had this is uh i wanted madden 06 all right i wanted nba live 06 i wanted mm-hmm. an ipod nano oh oh i had a psp because Ooh. i wanted uh i wanted these games for my psp and the sims 2 on psp i also asked for an i am free that <laughs> i did not get i that must have been something that i could do instant messaging on that was before um, texting really blew up. So I could apparently send instant messengers on AOL through this little Motorola device. That's fun. Huh. Have, if there's any kids out there, they're like, what is a nano? What is that? iPod nano was see this. Oh yeah. It, Cause I had one. Um, they were just small, smaller iPods. That's uh, an iPod. It's your phone. God, we're dating ourselves. Oh man, I had, I had my first iPad. I think was actually the iPod Nano. It was really small. I don't know how many songs it could hold. Now I could probably hold twenty times that on my phone now. Uh, but I had the Nano, and then I had, um, I bought a. It's a long story, but I bought a. Um, one of the big ones, iPod Classic or whatever, um, that was in color and you could store movies and stuff on that. I had one of those and then I eventually got an iPhone, so I haven't had to use it anymore. But anyway, that's a sidebar that I just felt like I needed to share because I just <laughs> I felt mad in the NBA Live. I'm like, that's that's awesome. 2005, baby. So anyway, um, what were we talking about? Marvel and Black Widow? Yeah, I think it was – I just said David. Then Stranger oh, Things. Stranger Things, yeah. Uh, that rumor I saw is August. Again, I don't know that that's confirmed. Um, I've but, seen where it was like maybe November, December. I was hoping for a Christmas theme, but I don't know that that's happening. Um, I think that's why they keep saying November, December, because they've done Halloween. Um, Fourth of July. And I, I was hope, I was thinking this was going to be Christmas. Because what was season know. two? I don't remember. It came out in the summer, though, so that's what they're talking about. I know. Season three was 4th of July, and season one was Halloween. So, Season two, I think, just came out in the summer, like the beginning of the summer. Yeah, that could be. But that's what they keep talking about. But then, like, realistically, it may not come out till next year. Yeah. Because, well, that was the whole thing before COVID, when they wanted to film it. Right. David Harbour even came. David Harbour is notorious of giving away hints. And so he said that the Duffer brothers didn't give him anything about season four. Besides, he he knew he was coming back. I think that was it. Yeah, I don't think he knew 
I think there was an interview where he didn't even know. So when they asked him about it, he said like, oh, I had a great run, whatever. And then when we got the, the tippet of him coming back, he said they have to, we have to be patient because they weren't done writing for a while because they wanted it to be so good. But then yeah. COVID hit and everything just kind of flew out the window. And then they were filming at one point and then they got paused. But now they're filming. The world we live in. Um, I'm just glad he's back. I have a theory about how yeah. they're going to find him. So you know in season two when Eleven is with the sister and she's holding on to Jim Harbour's shirt? Yeah. And she closes her eyes and she can see him? Yeah. I think that's how she finds out her powers are back. Is something happens where she's upset and she has that note or that whatever, that letter he left or his hat or his whatever. And I think she just closes her eyes. I think all of a sudden she sees Russia or something. And it's kind of like, what's going on? And then yeah. see the guy sitting there. Because he looks different. He's going to have no hair, no facial hair. And... I could see that happening. And then she's like, where is he? I'm probably going to need to go back and rewatch the other seasons before the new one comes out, if it's going to be that long. Because I don't even totally remember. Oh, I do. it was the 80s or the, the mall stuff, right? Yeah, I'm your guy. Cause... It's a great show. It's one of my favorites. But I, pro- I might need to go back and revisit some things before. I watched season oh, one. Oh, had the, the song, The Never Ending Story. Yes. Oh, man. That was so great. That was such an obscure moment on TV that I just loved every second of. Well, because David Harbour had tweeted out, like, when it got released, you know, he tweeted the picture of the dragon or whatever from Never Ending Story talking about the season. <laughs> and at the time, you know, you're kind of like, yeah. before you watch, it was like the day before, and he tweeted or put on Instagram, and you're like, what? Yeah. Then I just thought, oh, he's just talking about the timeline they're in. Like that's when that movie was probably out. Like I didn't think anything of it. And then when that scene happened, I was like, oh my gosh, now it all makes sense. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That was so that was so great. And then my other theory is the doctor um from the beginning, uh what's his face plays him? Uh Doctor. I don't remember. In the first season, uh, the guy that's chasing them from the lab. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, okay. I can't I picture his name. He's a famous actor, and I cannot. Yeah. He's alive, I'm certain. Yeah, probably. Because he got attacked, but they didn't show him. Right. So he's alive. Uh, I'm excited for that. I'm a huge Stranger Things. Like, I remember everything. I have watched the seasons like two, twice each or something. Except for the David Harbour scene. Like, I can't watch it. Once it gets to that point, I, like, turn it off. I'm like, nope, I don't need to watch that. It's such a great show. But then once I saw he was alive, I was like, oh. Illinois is still in the top 25. And their game Saturday against Michigan State was postponed. Already? Michigan State's had some COVID issues this week. I saw that yesterday. Illinois is 22. People are keeping them in the rankings. Anyway. Yes, love Stranger Things. It's definitely one of my favorites. I know you. I know you love your boy David Harbor. You know, I'm not sure that I own a single thing that David Harbor's in, and I have a lot of movies. He was in The Equalizer. Yeah. Um. Did you ever watch The Newsroom? I've seen episodes of that, and that's where I remember him from. He's in The Newsroom. I I like The Newsroom. I know a lot of people don't like The Newsroom. 
Um, he's not like the main person in there by any means, but he uh, came later, was, right? That was the first thing I knew him from. Was that? It you was. Can, I mean, it was seven, eight years ago. Probably. If you look him up, he's in stuff that you don't remember, and I'm you're sure. like, because he has a different look every time. That's the. That's why I have a hard time. Yeah, because we've all seen what he does. He he changes his appearance every season of Stranger Things. So if you think back to the movies, you're like, oh yeah. Or like when he popped up in uh, what was that movie that just came out with um, Hensworth this summer? Extraction. When he showed up in that. Yeah. I was in awe. I was like. Oh, he's in Suicide Squad. I do own one of his movies. I own Suicide Squad. Oh, when he came in to that and he had to fight Hensworth, I was like, oh, David Harbour, don't do that to yourself. You're in flip-flops trying to fight Thor. Don't be doing that. <laughs> yep. That's another movie they're gonna make, and they're supposed to go like backwards. Suicide Squad? No, uh, Extraction. Oh, yeah. They're gonna make another Extraction one. Is good. Well, the Russo brothers can do no wrong after Marvel. Yeah. And that car scene? Did you see how they filmed the car scene? Yeah. They it was all in one shot. Shot, baby. And they had to be on the back. It was. And that's why it's filmed that way. It was so good. So Wandavision. <laughs> yeah. Jump right I, in. You lost? I am super lost because it's not going the way I thought. And the reason why I say that is I knew the first two episodes, they weren't going to give us nothing. They were going to give us snippet. That's why they released two episodes. I was like, they're smart. They know what they're doing. I told people, they're like, other people are confused too. So they keep asking me. They're like, what do you think? Like the teachers I work with that are Marvel fans? Yeah. And I said, well, do you guys know what it leads into? And they said, no, so they don't pay attention to it. And I said, the Doctor Strange movie, you know, the multiverse of madness, it leads into that. I said, because if you go back and watch the first Doctor Strange, it talks about all these different universes and this and that. And then you kind of see it in the quantum realm that is going to tie in somewhere along with Ant-Man later on. And I said, so I think because she's supposed to turn into the Scarlet Witch, she hasn't done that yet. Right, she's in the mat in the comic books. Like, yeah, I mean, sort of. I mean, she's been Scarlet Witch. I don't know if they ever call her that. Um, because they don't really, some of those people they don't really call them by those names. Um, because yeah, I saw I mean, like I saw like, and I don't know if it's true. I just saw like, well, okay. So in this episode, spoiler alerts. People haven't watched Wandavision yet. I guess spoilers. Like when that guy pops out of the drain, that beekeeper. There was an article they wrote and they said, if you're a true Avenger, no matter what happens, you go take care of that problem. She didn't. She made it go backwards. So they think she's just kind of lost her goodwill soul because of Vision being gone. Yeah. And th- and this is how she transforms into the Scarlet Witch because that's not a – she's a villain. Yeah. As a Scarlet Witch. Well, she started as a villain when she came to the MCU. Right. And then the Scarlet Witch is supposed to just open up these other powers that she has. And so there's rumors that in Doctor Strange, she's the villain, and Doctor Strange has to deal with it. Yeah, because she's Scarlet Witch. Yeah, I mean, I I think that that's probably true um, for the most part. I think she will be more or less the villain of uh, multiverse, but I I don't know that it's necessarily because I don't think she's just going to be. Well, I don't know. I'm not sure. Um, She should be the villain. She's going to be the one that essentially opens up 
the multiverse. Right. And I think that's where she's the villain. Yeah, that's where she's the villain of like Doctor Strange knows that if you open these up, something bad's gonna happen. Yeah. No, I agree. And I think we didn't really get much in the first two episodes of WandaVision uh intentionally. I think that that's what they're um they they didn't want to give us too much. Um but I think we're just kind of slowly starting to piece things together because she also doesn't really know what's going on. Well, that's kind of where I don't, that's where I think my theory is wrong about her opening up multiverses because of how this is going on. Like this doesn't look like a multiverse anymore. Cause then you're hearing Wanda who's on that radio. Wanda, I, who's I don't think we're in the multiverse right now. I think that we are in some sort of, I don't know if it's her mind or where we are, but, um, this is clearly all being projected by her and she's very clueless because there's that whole, the whole exchange at the dinner table where her boss or his boss and her wife or, or his wife are asking questions, you know, who, where did you come from? You know, when did you get married, all this stuff and they don't have answers and nobody, neither of them knows why there's a heart on the date. Um, it's, it's all, it's all in her mind and she doesn't know what's going on. So she's just kind of piecing things together. Um, I, th- I think that's what's going on. I think this whole show is taking place in her head. Well, and then I don't know if I'm just an idiot. And the first episode where it showed the end of like the TV show for them and it zooms out and it shows that TV with all the stuff around and somebody with the remote. Yeah. Was that just part of the credits or is that actually a part of the show? Like this is what they're looking at. No, I, somebody's watching. That's uh, why I think it's kind of like a Truman show kind of thing. I think somebody is, I don't know. I don't know how it's all going to be tied in, um, but it's intentional that they haven't given us much. And then this is why I shouldn't read articles. They said the voice on the radio is the FBI guy from Ant-Man because he is, Randall, his name is he's going to be in the show, uh, Randall Park. They said um, that's his voice. Yeah, it could have been. I didn't think about that. Uh, but yeah, he is, he is supposed to be in the show. And also the the girl that um, she sits next to uh, during the mm-hmm. Captain country club is from Captain Marvel. Yeah. Uh, and then she, did you see the watch at Hydra? And that's the doctor's name. So they said that's trauma. So that's why it could be in her mind because that's the trauma. And then Stark Industries is trauma of losing Tony. Most of this, at least I think a lot of this is just going on in her head but it also could be some sort of Truman Show thing. I don't totally know where we're going with it. Uh, again, that's intentional. They don't want us to know. Um, but I enjoyed it. I enjoyed the first two episodes. They're different. Um, they weren't – not a lot happened, especially in the first one. Um, I, I like the idea of using you know old sitcoms to you know, kind of tell the story. And I thought it was, I thought it was unique. Um, I didn't get a lot from it, but that was the point. And then – I got more from the second one because that neighbor of theirs is very interesting. Um, I think she ties into what's going on. The helicopter, I was trying to look at the logo on it because they were showing that pretty good. And I'm like, I don't know what logo that is. That was on the the back. That logo popped up three times. It was um, on the, the guy, the guy that came out of the manhole. Yep, it was on his back or whatever, and I believe it was also um, on the desk of the guy during the first episode at the end when they, as you mentioned, when they zoomed out and he's watching the TV screen. 
Mm-hmm. Um, that logo appeared there somewhere too. So it's all the same thing. I think it's it's uh, it's sword. It was the it was before. She, I, don't know, I don't. As I said, I'm not a big comic book person, um, but it ties into that. Oh, yeah, I wish I knew the comics because that's what they're pulling from. Yeah. So I just have to rely on websites. I think it's better that I don't know the comic stuff um, just because I, I kind of like to come into it blind. Like, I feel like if I knew all the comic books and I would know everything that's happening, um, I think I prefer it like this better. But yeah, in terms of like looking things up and stuff, then yeah, you're having to rely on what other people are telling you. And so that's why I don't know. A part of me is like, is this the multiverse? And then they said. It could be. I think it's definitely possible. Then they said the reason why. They say if you look from the first episode into the second episode, there's almost like a time jump. Uh, Yeah, there is a little bit of a time jump. Not a ton. Well, they said it's. They said, and I don't know how true it is. Again, it's grain of salt. Is it's moving by decades. And that's why they turned into color at the end. Because they're going through the the, the motion of TV. Well, because it was black yeah. and white back in the day. Now they're going to be in color, and that's why she's pregnant because it's jumping ahead. Yeah, no, that's and, probably true. And they think that's why it's in her mind because this is the life that she wanted. She wanted to have a kid, and yeah. do this. no, that that could be that. That makes a lot of sense. I mean, yeah, obviously, I knew they were jumping ahead um, with the style of show. Uh, that makes sense, though. That that would definitely explain a lot of things. That that's probably how they're doing it. How many episodes are there supposed to be? Do you know? Nine, right? Eight or nine, something like that. And then uh, somebody brought it up to me. They're like, "Do you think there's going to be a sequel to it?" I'm like, this, "It's not how this works. This is a mini series. Like this is, this is not like they're not going to do a season two because season one goes well. Like this is this is basically a movie inside the Marvel universe that is you know four hours long or five hours long that they break it up into twenty or to nine episodes or whatever. And they going to feed into, you know, the, the Dr. Strange movie and that type of stuff. They stole that from the Duffer brothers on stranger things. Cause they came out of stranger things the first season and said, this is an eight hour long movie. Yeah. Cause they filmed it like a movie. And they said, that's why each episode of stranger things, you don't like the walking dead, for example, when an episode ends, the next episode that comes out the next Sunday doesn't pick up where the last one left off. Right. Stranger Things does. It literally picks up. So they said it's a movie. We just split up into eight episodes. And that's what WandaVision is. And they said that, they straight up said that about the Winter so- Falcon Winter Soldier. They said, this is a movie that we just split up into yeah, eight or ten episodes. These are miniseries. I mean, they're just, yeah. And they're... the guy that plays Vision is a great actor. Love him. Bethany. Mm-hmm. He said that it's going to end with a bang. He said there's an actor he's wanted to work with and hasn't gotten to yet that he's about to. And that WandaVision will end with a bang. Like huge. And I was I like, I can't wait. Dr. Strange I'm, is going to be in it. I'm telling you right now. Too long since I've had any MCU content. So I'm just excited to have it. I'm excited it's back. Um, can't wait to see where it goes. Give me more. Feed me all of it. What do you think about uh, how do you like the one one a week thing as opposed to what Netflix does and drop it all at once? I'm, I'm torn because Stranger Things literally sat there in one and a half sitting. I watched like the first six or seven, then the next day finished it. Yeah. I would do the same with WandaVision. Oh, absolutely. So a part of me is like, I think that's why I don't watch The Mandalorian at first. I think I just wait. 
because I wasn't dying. To, so it's weird. The Walking Dead, I can't do that with. I have to watch it on Sundays. Mandalorian, I didn't because I think I knew it wasn't going anywhere. Right. So a part of me, though, I like waiting because now we can have these conversations and I can think. And then a part of me is like, no, I have to know because of what little they gave. I think that's the thing is how much little they gave us. Right. They want to, they want it to be, you know, the phrase water cooler talk, but it, you know, it's, it's an event. Like everybody, you have to tune in every Friday and, and see what's happening. And if you do it all at once, then yeah, you, you release it on a Friday and everybody watches it that weekend. And they're all talking about it on Monday and then it's done. And then you don't have anything to watch on Netflix anymore. You have to move on to the next thing. At least now, with the way they do these, it's every week, and you have to be tuned in for it, and then it'll be the next show that comes out after that. And it helps with their filming, because now they know, like, not saying right now they're still filming, and you're either done, but it gives them a good timeline of, like, this has to be done, this has to be done. It's like The Walking Dead. Like on TV, they give you the first eight in a normal world without COVID between October and like November, you get eight episodes. Mm-hmm. While those are, while we're watching those eight episodes, they are still filming the next eight because it's right. six episodes. Yeah. So I think when they do it this way, it helps them with filming because like Probably. Stranger Things, they have to film all of it before they do anything. So I think in the future, it gives them a time, like, if they grow as big as they're saying, and it goes from being an eight episode series to 16 for some reason, stranger things. No, no. Like Marvel, like in Disney, like if they decide to do something like that, yeah, it gives them more time to be like, okay, we can get these five done edited. And while these are getting released, we can be working on these others or while these are getting finalized, we're filming this. And just in case another COVID thing happens, we know that we have at least this much. Right. Because that's what Walking Dead had to do. They had to stop. They had everything filmed. Up in, they had everything filmed. But the last episode, the season finale, wasn't done with music and cutting. And then COVID happened. It got shut down. So it was done filming. They just didn't have it ready. So we had to wait like two or three months before they released it. So that could be why they want to do the week by week just in case something happens. To where they could say, oh. We have five episodes done. You guys are going to get the five episodes within five weeks. But due to COVID, we had to shut down. You're not going to get the next five for a month. And who knows? I mean, we could see more of that uh, with the way they do it. It's always changing. I mean, they're adapting to things. And it's going to be it'll be interesting to see how they do some of these releases now. But um, somebody was talking to Olsen. And I can never remember his name. The guy that plays Vision. What's it? Paul Bettany. They were interviewing him and then they had different people ask questions and then they were like, all right, so we have somebody from London and they didn't know it was Benedict Cumberbatch. Yeah, and I, show there. I think that's why he's in it. I think he know he's in this TV well, show. I mean, Tom Hiddleston showed up and they had a few people that, that did that. I know exactly what you're talking about. A few of the Avenger people showed up for the um, thing. I, you, you could be right. I do think there's some sort of tie into it, but I don't know that yeah, I, I don't know that that's necessarily related. I think um, they had a few dropped in to, to do that. Then I guess side notes, uh, Chris Pratt and them showed up for the set of of Thor. Yeah. That's, um, that's going to be a big movie too. I'm excited for that one. I loved Ragnarok. 
I love Taika Waititi. Um, and then what, what was the other one? I don't know. There was another movie I was about to say when they talked about it. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember. What's the uh, uh, the Eternals about? Did you see Guardians 2? Yes. So his dad, well. Celestial. Yeah. Basically, it's about Celestials. Okay. They're all Celestials. It's outer worldly, worldly. I have no idea how how it'll tie into everything else, um, but they are all celestials. Well, and Angelina Jolie is a character in it. You have to worry because <laughs> you don't know. It's a very interesting cast. I have no idea what to expect from that movie. Um, again, we should have already seen it by now, but COVID. Um, it's a it's a great cast, but it's a strange cast. Uh, again, I have no idea how it's going to tie into everything else, but oh, I'm here for it. Bring it on. Let's go. I remember, I remember. Loki, that yeah. trailer. I was like, that looks oh, good. God. Oh yeah. God. And it's already season two. Like, I think they're gonna make a season two already. Could be. And so my question is, what's that supposed to tie into? Well, as far as I know, I think it's supposed to be what happens so uh, during uh, Endgame, when they're going back and getting all the stones, and there's the whole run-in at um, Dark Tower or whatever with Matthew Barry. Remember the, the scene that Matthew Barry shows up in? Yeah. And Loki's there, and then he disappears, and then you don't see him again the rest of the movie? I think it's going to tie into what he's doing there and causing mischief and who knows. I, I don't know what all they're going to do with it, but... I think that's where it's going to pick up essentially. Because there was a picture who's out there in the universe doing stuff, and well, because that's a whole different timeline too. That's not even where yeah. we're at, right? So that's why I'm wondering: is it going to tie into where we're at now, or is yeah. this going to be one of those things that? No, yeah that that took place during the original Avengers movie timeline. So I have no idea. I, I'm excited for that show, though. I do think it looks really good, um, but I have no clue what that movie is going to be about. And there was that picture of him standing in front of a destroyed Avengers Tower. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. And then what's his face in it? Um, I don't remember who else. Olsen. Uh, or no. Uh, oh my God, I'm getting old. What's his name from Wedding Crashers? Oh, Owen Wilson. Yeah. Owen Wilson. Yes, yes, yes. Um, also, did you see that Matt Damon's supposed to be in uh, Thor? As I saw well? that. I saw that this morning. And he and he was in Ragnarok. Yeah, he was. He had the very small role as um, playing Loki or whatever in the stage show they were doing. But um, I love Matt Damon. So that movie already has um, Hemsworth and Natalie Portman and Chris Pratt and some of the Guardians and Christian Bale is in it. Yes. Uh, that's that looks tremendous. I'm in. I can't no, I, wait. I need I'm, all the content. I need just give it to me. Give it to me now. Feed I'm me. excited because it's going away from the stones. Kind of like we just said about Star Wars. It's still like the same timeline, yeah. but it's about to drift off. My, different things. I just am afraid of having new Avengers. But yeah, like keep adding more people. 
Because, like, I don't know. Like, I'm just a big Doctor Strange person, so I'm like, okay, he's there. I'm good. Thor is still around, but eventually they're going to phase him out. But he plays a huge role. It's just not going to look the same without Iron Man or Captain America. Which apparently may not happen anyway. <laughs> Captain America still might be coming back. So, right. I don't um, know. There's, I mean, there's, they're obviously going to keep making these movies as long as they can. Um, and they'll bring in people and get rid of people. And eventually some of these actors are going to get old <laughs> and won't want to do this stuff anymore. So, um, I don't know. We'll see. I'm here for it, though. I'm here for it. And I think Spider Man and Doctor Strange just open things up. Yep. And I think that's what kind of leads into the Ant Man 3 and that quantum. Yep. Realm. And then there was a theory. I cannot remember the villain's name, but Thanos was supposed to have made this guy with the stones. So if something ever happened to him, there was somebody there to Could be. And I'm afraid of that one because then it's going to tie right back into Thanos. Galactus is the name that I keep hearing. Um, I think, I think it's the one they, uh, brought in Jonathan Majors uh, to maybe be him. And I, I don't know if he'll be the new big bat or not, but um, I don't know. Obviously they have a plan and now they're confirming that Deadpool is going to be involved oh, and, yes. at some point. And um, I love it. I love Deadpool. I want Captain, I want the Fantastic Four. I want John Krasinski and Emily Blunt Um I think in the Fantastic Four, I want it now. He's talked to them, so I think it's going to happen. I think it's possible, but we'll see. And then Ben Affleck was making comments about how Kevin Feige's the greatest producer and in film. Maybe sounds like he wants to be a part of it. Who knows? Everybody wants in on this stuff. And then Tom Hanks said Marvel will save the movie theaters. Yeah, it's true. That's the way people are going to go there and spend money. I went to the movie theater twice, actually, the past couple weeks. Mm. Uh, first time I had gone all years other than Tenet. Um, and I saw a movie two Fridays ago, and there's about three other people in the theater. And then I saw a movie this past Friday, and I was the only person in there. So, um, but yeah, yeah, theaters, they need to come back. I, I, I miss going to them regularly. And that's not a thing in Illinois. Huh? It's not a thing in Illinois. Yeah, I'm lucky enough to live in a place that I can, uh, but again, I haven't really uh, haven't really needed to um, or wanted to. I went to. I mean, I used to, I used to go to theaters all the time um, before COVID. I probably went to three or four or five movies, and then since then, I've only been. I went once during the summer, and then the two times the past couple of weeks. So. It's crazy, man. Anything it's else crazy. on WandaVision? Because I no, uh, just we need more. I need more. I know a lot of the media got the third episode um, to preview, and I've seen that there they revealed a little bit more in episode three, but not really a ton. Uh, so no, I'm just excited to have Marvel content back and something else to watch on Fridays, and just counting down the days till I can. Go see Black Widow in a theater, or if I have to see it at home, I have to see it at home. I had to watch Wonder Woman at home. That was fine. Um, I would love to go see it in a theater, but 
I can. I do live in Indiana, so I can technically go. But. You can. We can't. Yeah. But that's why I agree with you that they might just bite the bullet for at least just Black Widow. And this is how they should word it. They should say, for this one time, for this movie, we're going to do it on Disney Plus and theaters. And I don't think anything's. I don't think anybody's going to expect them to change the total landscape of how things are done. Um, just by doing that, I, I don't think that's going to set a precedent that every Marvel movie after that is going to get a hybrid release. Um, obviously, if it does well, they might consider that, but I don't think there's any chance that it does that well. So, uh, but yeah, I think this is, they're just going to have to do it if they want to, if if they didn't have these other TV shows and stuff to crank out, uh, they probably wouldn't be as concerned about it. Um, but because, as I said, it's going to have direct tie-ins to Falcon and the Winter Soldier, they're going to have to. So, and they can't delay that anymore. And Hawkeye. I think there's going to be a tie-in to Hawkeye, too, because I think Florence Pugh's tied into that, and that's a little ways down the road. I think that's supposed to be later in the year, but they can't keep waiting, and we're not going to be in a position where we can open up and expect millions of people to flock to the theaters. So that's where we're at. And if you, can't, if you delay Falcon just because you have to delay Black Widow, a lot of people are going to unsubscribe. Once they're done watching WandaVision, they're going to be like, well, I'm going to unsubscribe. You're going to lose that money for a month or two. Yeah. So, well, I think that's all in my head. I mean, yeah. I think we've covered a lot. Yeah. And then we'll have to wait a couple episodes into WandaVision. We'll find then, out more. We'll, and then we'll, we'll have more to talk about. When Benedict Cumberbatch pops up, I'm going to be like, Logan, now. He might. he might. It probably won't be till the end, though. You got a few weeks before that. I hope you just see a portal open up and Wanda drops down and Wong and him are standing there and they're like, what have you done? Yep. And then that's how it. I could see it. I think Vision dies again, like dies, like he disappears because it's like, you know, he's really not here. Right. He has the stone and it's like, no, it's gone. Yeah. And then I think you're going to see the portal open up. She falls through. Like after everything is solved, like who's, who's done this? She falls through and he's standing there with like stuff going on, like fire and stuff and be like, what have you done? Like the earth is shaking stuff is breaking through the clouds. Like what I have you done? It. I love it. You just wrote a whole scene and I'm, I'm here for it, man. I hope. Or like even Spider-Man standing there with him. That'd be a big thing. Like, what have you done? That'd be cool. And then we get the Spider-Man movie of how they've come together at the end. And then it ties into WandaVision and then Dr. Strange. I love it. Good stuff, man. Good stuff. All right. Well, that was a long one, but I knew that was going to happen. Fine by me. I got nothing to do today. Oh, I've got podcasts today. Oh. <laughs> you got plenty more work to do. Yeah, I'm still work. I'm working without working. Attaboy. Keep on grinding. Oh, I'm going to do mine eight or nine this week, and then I'm going to be like, nope. <laughs> good stuff. Well, good luck. Well, thanks. Everybody listening, stay safe. Watch Marvel. WandaVision every Friday on Disney+. Plus. And that intro showing the endgame scenes on the thing, I loved it. Yeah. I had to pay attention to it. Yeah. I like looked at it and I was like, what are they going to show? And I've never done that until Endgame because I noticed that people were gone. Oh, before we go, I want to talk about one thing. It's sad, but I think the I think the time is up. What do you think they're going to do about Black Panther? I saw they weren't going to recast, which I liked. I agree. 
can't recast T'Challa. I agree. Here's I my have... here's my thing. Okay. In terms of natural story progression, Shuri makes the most sense mm-hmm. to take over the Black Panther mantle. She does it in the comics. She's her his younger sister. That makes the most sense. I don't think that Letitia Wright can carry a whole movie right now. She's and she's had some. She said some things that have pissed some people off anyway. So I saw there was some rumor out there that Michael B. Jordan might be coming back, which would make some sense because I think that is a name that could help carry the movie. Um, but that's that's my biggest thing is. Sure, not all of these people that they're bringing in to headline these movies are huge names, but they're bigger draws. And I don't think that Black Widow or Black Panther can even come close to duplicating the success of the first one if there's not a big name drawing people to the theater. But is it going to make people mad because we saw him die? So it's going to make people mad that he comes back. But if we're opening up the multiverse, then who the hell knows? But that's the thing. And then, and then. And then I was trying to think of like, who could you tie Black Panther to? Well, that I brought it up earlier. Chris Evans. I, I think there could be a. I think there could be a Captain America tie in there, potentially, maybe. Not that he would take over Black Panther by any stretch of the imagination, but he could be somebody like Robert Downey Jr. in Spider Man that they come in to, you know, kind of help be that mentor role, maybe to an extent. If they do end up giving it to Letitia Wright or something like that. Um, and that would help, you know, bring some, fill some seats probably with giving a bigger name from the universe. But anyway, just wanted to bring that up because they could even thinking about lately. If they're going to stay in that realm or like, maybe they bring in Hulk too. Maybe just, just to stay face. Maybe it's like Hulk is there and, but see, it's old man, Captain America. And how is that going to work? See, I don't know if he's going to want to do that. I don't know if he's going to want to be in the makeup, the old makeup all the time. I read something earlier. Uh, he wasn't supposed to do that. They had brought in actors mm-hmm. to be the old Captain America, uh, but none of them really looked like him. I just don't think that that Chris Evans will want to be in the old man makeup for a whole movie. I just I don't see that being the case. They talk about something in the comic book where he is old man Captain America. He disappears for a while. Then he comes back. There's some other serum that can like make him young again. And so maybe because Black Panther has all that technology, maybe yeah. that's what happens. Maybe he's a mentor, and then as the movie goes on, right? Maybe it's maybe it's temporary too. Maybe they give him this and say, "Hey, you're going to be young again, but it's going to go back to this." Yeah. And you've got him to come in. You have Hulk there, probably trying to tie it in. Because I don't know who you can go off of. Because like, like we said, WandaVision ties into Doctor Strange perfectly because of their powers. Thor and Guardians of the Galaxy because it's. You know, as Guardians of the Galaxy, like it's going to be yeah. that. Black Panther was just supposed to be a standalone, like. Yeah, I I think that Black Panther. I think there are um, both Shuri and whatever Winston Duke's character. I think both of them, and even if they want to bring back um, Killmonger, I think they have three options of people that could take over the Black Panther mantle. Um, it's all. It's mostly about how you tie that into the story. And if it is Winston Duke or Letitia Wright, can they carry a movie? And then could you, I don't know, maybe too late now, could you tie in Falcon and the Winter Soldier somehow because they? I think Winter Soldier especially. I think Bucky could have some sort of tie-in too, for sure. 
I don't know. It's just interesting. Just wanted to bring it up since I've been thinking about. Yeah, it. that one's above my pay rate. Like, WandaVision, Doctor Strange, I can make up a whole scene in my head, and I'm going to charge Marvel fifty thousand dollars. Oh wow! Okay, for my scene. Right. They got the money. I don't want to hear them. Sure, absolutely. You can probably ask for more. I'm cheap. They're going to make billions of dollars on your movie. If they give me, I'll, I'll help you up. If they give me 150 grand and pay off my student loans, I will be fine. <laughs> Sounds great. Write up that letter. Uh, but here's right, my end scene. Just one scene. I love it. I love it. Good stuff. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. We'll see you later. Peace. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.